Lindsay Kitchen, the English florist, a daily diary. It is Saturday, the twenty-first of November, and it is twenty past ten in the morning. And I've had quite a morning, actually.、Um, Things of note. I should have、um, been delivering a wedding today.、Um, I've kind of put it to bed now. It's、uh, the lovely couple who were due to get married today had postponed from April, and、um, they actually got married literally the day before lockdown.、Um, and I was able to、um, cobble together a beautiful, actually, it really was beautiful bridal bouquet for them、um, at the eleventh hour. Fortunately, I had taught、um, a workshop the previous Friday, a one-to-one here in the studio, and、um, I had the most sumptuous selection of of flowers.、Um, and so, when she said casually, "I don't suppose you could make a bouquet for me," Um, I said yes, actually I can,、um, and it really was—it was a cracker, an absolute cracker. So I'm not feeling sad about it because I know that couple are really happily happily married now. So fantastic,、um, but it, yeah, it should be a work day. I should be doing a wedding,、um, and I don't feel bad about it. You know, it is what it is.、Um, so I had a lion this morning, and Nick had a lion this morning too. Uh, since the vaccine、um, was made public and its success rate was all made public, and they are in a literally, I, I couldn't believe it possible, but life got even busier for him.、Um, and he, he on one day, I think it was Monday this week, he worked seventeen hours, seventeen hours. He went upstairs after he had breakfast, and he sat in his office. I think he must have just got up to have a pee. Literally, that was it. But Angus bought him his lunch, and I took his father home. And I, I went to see my mum. I had to go and see my mum. My mum has、uh, dementia, as you know, and it, she has special needs. And I, and we are required to provide her care at home.、Um, I'll talk about her later. But so I didn't come home until half past ten on Monday. And when I got home, Nick had eaten his lunch, his dinner. He had his lunch, a lunchtime at his desk, and he had his dinner at his desk too. And. Um, he was still working, and there was a meeting at one thirty a.m. in the morning on Tuesday morning. And so I went to bed. I went to bed about half eleven, and Nick came to bed hours later. And we were lying in bed this morning, just saying what an unbelievable year it has been. You just I mean, everybody. I mean, everyone, not just us, not but us. Everybody can tell you their version of this year, twenty、um, twenty. And we were just lying in bed, just saying, "This is crazy." But what he has done is actually historical. And we were just lying there, kind of really casually, going, "Bloody hell, this is mad." You know, never in his lifetime will he ever contribute to such a game changing. You know, medicine essentially in making this vaccine. It's it's unbelievable that it's so far from over still.、Um, but today he actually, I don't think he's going to work today. I mean, it's just weird. He works every day, but、um, today he's in casualty with Angus because <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I know,、um, but Gus cut his finger. 
um, quite badly, actually. And so I had a look at it and I have all sorts of first aid kit here um, because obviously when I'm teaching, it's, am- it's amazing how many people cut their fingers when they're doing a wreath workshop. So I have all the stuff. So I kind of, he was just being super dramatic for a boy that's, he's like Hagrid actually, Gus, and he's six foot four and he was like, oh, it really hurts. And it really did. Anyway, I had a look at it. It's like, blimey, you really have gone and sliced it properly. So um, Dr. Nick said, mm, yeah, that needs gluing. So we kind of bound it up a bit, got him to um, put his hand in the air. And then Nick has just taken him off to A&E to have it fixed. Um, his finger will be fine. It will heal. It's all fine. Um, it's just, you know, one of those things that happens. Um, and... It was perfect timing, actually, because then I got a message um, from Harry to say that uh, the beer delivery that he had selected for me um, will be arriving. And so as I'm talking into my 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 phone, um, there is a box of beers sitting next to me. and I'm making Nick a beer advent calendar. And really annoyingly, when I, he told me this morning when I was in the shower that um, he, he makes a beer advent calendar for the boys every year. I mean, my boys are 25 and 22. So, you know, we're not talking like teenagers here, that underage drinking or anything. Um, but he also bought uh, three cans of each of the 24 beers, um, craft beers for them and one for himself. I was like, oh man, I can't do anything. He's such a difficult person to to buy gifts for because he just likes to be completely in control of everything. So um, I decided I would build him a beer vent calendar and um, I, I tasked Harry with choosing the craft beers that he knew that Nick would really like. And so the, the first of two boxes arrived today and um, I'm going to build him that. I'm going to tell him he's just going to have to drink those other beers in 2021 um, because this one will be a surprise. That's the intention. Um, so no wedding today. I have decided I'm going to go in the garden and I am going to finally, third week at trying, um, I'm going to go and um, plant my tulip bulbs and do a bit of tidying up in the garden and just get out because I just need to be, I just need a me day to be out in the fresh air and just to be doing stuff, you know, normal stuff, relaxing stuff, stuff that I can just put my earpods in and, and listen to some music or listen to, um, a, a, you know, a podcast or something. Um, it's been a, a pretty long week, actually. Um, my brothers and I have come to the really painful conclusion that the, the best place for my mum is to be in um, in care, in, in like being with 24-hour care looking after her. Her condition is such that I don't feel she's safe at home living on her own anymore. And it absolutely breaks my heart because my promise to my dad before he died was that we would, we would look after her at home. And we can't. We, we just can't. It's just... She's too vulnerable. So that is a really big game-changing thing. And I had to tell her yesterday, um, not that she will remember, um, because her memory is so utterly shot, but I did break it to her that she will need to be somewhere safe. And she's so unhappy and so lonely anyway that I don't think it could be any worse than where she is at the moment. But the thought of change is she's finding really distressing and it was 
it was one of the worst conversations I've probably ever had. And I think the two worst conversations I've ever had have taken place this year since all of this coronavirus stuff has kicked off. Um, the first one being the day I told my dad his cancer was terminal. Um, I'd taken him to the appointment at the hospital to get the results of all of his liver scans. And the doctor interpreted all that data and through a mask told us that he were, his cancer was inoperable. And my dad's deaf. And add in the fact that the doctor had a really strong accent and he had a mask on and my dad couldn't hear him. And we walked out of that consultation room and he went, well, that seemed to go pretty well, Linz. Um, I reckon that was good, was it? Because you know what? I didn't hear a word of it. And I had to sit him down in the car with a cup of coffee afterwards and tell him that the cancer had spread beyond surgical treatment and it was, there, there was no treatment. And that was probably the worst conversation I've ever had with my dad. And then yesterday I had to tell my mum that she wouldn't be able to live at home anymore. And that didn't go well. I've got to say it didn't go well. And I'm pretty traumatised. So um, I think I'm just going to have a day off. <laughs> I'm going to go in the garden and I'm going to plant bulbs and look forward to the spring and look forward to them flowering in a time when I hope we're all going to be vaccinated and we're going to have freedoms and liberties that right now we're not afforded because we have to all toe the line and live this very curtailed life. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go on and just make the best of this day. And I was going back to the conversation before Gus cut his finger this morning. We were just saying what an unbelievable year this was. And I was just saying, you know what, our, our situation is pretty grim. You know, losing Nick's mum, my dad, the dog. Angus losing his job, being furloughed since March. Oh my gosh, all these things. Me um, not being able to work, getting depressed. And Nick just literally being working, sitting at his desk for nine months. That I didn't actually, my comment was that I didn't think we had it as bad as other people. I, I really think that there's always someone worse off than you because we still have each other and I'm able to sit here and tell you these stories and, you know, we have each other to support each other. So actually, shit happens and you just pick yourself up and you move forward and that's what I'm doing. And Gussie was going, no, no, I think we are, we've had it worse than anyone and... I don't think so. I think if you all ask yourself that, you will all know somebody that's had a worse situation than your own. And I do believe that. So, you know what? Please don't feel sorry for me. I am working my way through the quagmire that is my life at the moment. And I'm truly grateful that I do have a garden and I do have bulbs to plant and I do have stuff to look forward to next year. All of those weddings. Holy cow. <laughs> there are so many weddings next year that... Um, I have to look forward to. I have so much to look forward to. Um, the teaching that I have been doing has really, really replenished my soul, giving back in that way, which I have been able to do um, since September. Uh, making the workshops, making them available for people has been so, so fantastic um, that I do feel lucky. I genuinely, I am I am lucky. I'm really privileged and I'm so grateful for that. And I, and I genuinely don't take it for granted. Um, I always feel like you should put 
goodness back. You should pay your fortune, your good fortune forward. And I'm going to do that. I really am going to do that. Um, and uh, so I'm, I'm going to go out in the garden now and... Um, I have tasked Nick whilst he's waiting in A&E to, um, we, we have Zoom tonight, Zoom drinks tonight at 6.30 and it's a quiz night and our job is to find 10 questions, 10 lyrics and you have to guess the song that those lyrics are from. So I said, take your laptop, love, and uh, whilst you're there, Google a few classic songs, get the lyrics because that's your homework. <laughs> whilst you're sitting with Gus, waiting to have his finger glued back together. It's not that bad, honestly. It's fine, it's fine. It is Thursday the 26th of November and um, I haven't recorded any diary um, entries since Saturday. Um... Just an update on Angus, he's absolutely fine. He took the bandage off yesterday and it was gross, <laughs> but he's absolutely fine. It's 20 past seven and I'm literally just up to do a yoga class. Um, I've been doing um, yoga three times a week um, for the last couple of months, actually. Um, I've practiced yoga for about 20 odd years and it's become almost essential um, to my life really I just some of my best friends are the girls that I practice with every week Um, I didn't actually practice with them yesterday because I was really busy and I am actually quite busy Um, the world has decided that Christmas is coming early and everyone wants to decorate their houses and you know what I was kind of like Nah, I was a bit bar humbug, if I'm honest, because I'm a bit of a, a late Christmas decorator. I like to do it the week, 10 days before Christmas. But I just walked down the stairs literally about two minutes ago and I thought, wouldn't it be nice to have some twinkly lights going down the stairs? So uh, I think maybe maybe it's just a sign of our uh, this, this current um, year that we're in that I feel the need for a little bit of twinkle and sparkle down my staircase. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of almost embracing the whole yeah, bring it on early. Um, today, after yoga, I have a whole lot of wreaths to do. Oh my gosh, so many bespoke orders. And my wreaths do actually take quite a while to do. My hands look dreadful already. The nails, despite numerous scrubbings, are black. And um, so I'm just going to squeeze in an hour yoga class and then I'm going to crack on, get out into the studio. Nick is still working like a Trojan. Um, I had a little chat with him this morning and I'd just like you to know that it's not just him. You know, his whole team is absolutely at it every day. And um, to get this vaccine, you know, through all the hoops to be emergency legislated so that we can actually have the vaccine is is a massive, massive push. Um, and so the, the pressure is absolutely not off. In fact, I would say it was... Um, more so in many ways. Um, He's actually on his exercise bike as I speak. And I've got to say, the one thing that I think has saved him and I've learned from him, me, is routine. Um, In this time when I could have just well, I did lose myself at the beginning, um, is routine. And so I get, his alarm goes off at 6.30 and I wake up with him. I'm normally about half an hour behind him because I'm just just a slob. Uh, I love my bed too much. So I normally get up about seven um, and 
the routine of the yoga, um, my rituals of a morning cup of tea, um, it would have been letting nutmeg out, of course. They are all really important to me. And also my nighttime routines. I never have my phone upstairs. I always park it downstairs. Um, I've been reading more and... I did actually have a little dip in the week. That's one of the reasons why I haven't actually been on here talking. I did feel a bit wobbly. I felt a bit emotional. I felt sad for no good reason, but that, hey, <laughs> that happens. Um, and and so I, I didn't really have anything positive to say because I didn't really want to dwell on it, but I feel okay. I feel, I feel fine. I feel I have purpose and that is almost like a life force within me. I've I realise that now. So um, I'm going to create. That's what I do. That's what I do. And today I'm really, I'm really positive because I have so much work, creative work to do. Um, so without further ado, I better go and make my cup of tea because um, in 15 minutes I need to be on my yoga mat and, and it's pretty strenuous. And um, FYI, for anyone that's interested, today I'm practicing forest yoga and I think it's a yoga flow class and it's made me strong. I have um, dropped a dress size in the months that I've been practicing three times a week. Um, literally, I am so strong and you know what, florists don't have bingo wings anyway because we carry buckets but trust me I've got definition on my upper torso finally it's only taken 53 years but anyway I need my tea um something's never changed and I hope you have a lovely day and um I think this concludes this week's lockdown diaries and um, I'm going to finish up the diaries next week I think when we come out of lockdown and maybe you can tell me what you'd like me to do going forward um with regards to podcasting um I'd love to hear your thoughts on how you're all coping uh, with with this whole weird time. And maybe I can relay on my podcast, something like that. I don't know. Anyway, latest lovely people. Leave a question for Lindsay to answer on the show via Instagram at the White Horse Flower. The English Florist, produced by LoadingZone.co.uk. Uploaded Sunday mornings and available wherever you get your podcasts. If you need a podcast, trust Loading Zone for broadcast quality sound.